0: This is Paul Nobles, uh, and I am with Dr. Susan Kleiner again. Uh, You can find my website at www.eattoperform.com. And Susan, why don't you quickly tell them where they can find you?
1: Yeah, so find my books, The New Power Eating, uh, The Good Mood Diet, all kinds of other things at drskleiner.com, D-R-S-K-L-E-I-N-E-R.com.
0: Okay, so the topic that we're going to dive into today is gonna be really quick. This is gonna be one of our quick hitters because the concept um, is very simple. Right now, virtually every day, if you go to Instagram, the new paleo is calorie deficit, right? And so, so, you know, when you would hear people say, just eat paleo or just eat real food, The new saying is you're not in a calorie deficit, right? And what I wanna point out is that you're at a very big risk. Oftentimes what you'll see with people that are supposedly science friendly, right? Is they may understand the science But then the people listening don't understand the science as well as they do. So what happens is, is they have nine or 10 videos. And of those 10 videos, nine of them talk about a calorie deficit. And then one of them talks about eating flexibly, right? Well, I don't know if you know, and, and then, oh, by the way, the ones with the, the calorie deficit where they're making fun of keto and they're making fun of intermittent fasting and all these other things, and it was liking them because they were used to be keto, um, but now they're eating 1,100 calories that are more balanced, and so therefore, they can actually have a little bit of carbs, so they feel superior to these keto people and intermittent fasting and things of this nature. And, you know, I'm going to get your opinion on it because I don't know that I've explained it well enough up to this point. But that's also a fad diet. okay? because if we're looking at the mechanisms of what makes a fad diet, calorie deficit is becoming the new thing that you yell to people on the Internet that say they can't lose weight. And I'm gonna say as someone that sees, sees a lot of data that if you're talking to a 260 pound woman and she says to you that she's plateaued eating 1,100 calories and you tell her she's not enough of a calorie deficit, not only do you not understand the science of how all this works, you're kind of an asshole, right? And, and I'm, I'm being very, very strong here And I'm saying words that I might normally not say because you're harming people with your, your simplistic information. And I get it. You know, if you're, you know, one of these, the, the, you hate to say it because they used it against us for a long time. Right. But there's becoming these macro gurus, right. And the macro gurus, everything's about a calorie deficit all the time. Right. They're not really talking to people about reversing they're not really talking to people about normalizing calories and things of this nature and the people that are consuming this information are often um marginally better than when they were doing keto or marginally better like if you were intermittent fasting for days at a time right And you move to a more balanced approach, but now you're eating 1,000 calories a day. Yeah, you might feel a little bit better than when you were starving for three days. But it's not necessarily the approach that's going to get you to the end of the road, right? Having a joyless life, eating 1,000 calories where you can mix in a few carbs every now and again doesn't make you a hero. Right, And I understand clicking the likes on that person saying the thing because maybe in that moment you've lost 10 pounds and and previously you were plateaued and you never felt like going to the gym and things of this nature. But what I'm going to very clearly say to anybody willing to listen, and I'm open to Susan's point of view on this, but if you're constantly telling people about calorie deficits And a very small part of your message is about being calories friendly. I want to know how you're doing it. I want to know the specifics. I want to know because, you know, a friend of my books, book, Tracy Mann, um, she wrote a book called Secrets from the Eating Lab. And what she talked about was how the diet industry often creates this scenario that they're actually the solution for. Right, and so when you are Weight Watchers, I think every Weight Watchers uh, client knows that maintenance is a thing, right? They're hearing about it all the time, but it's not built into their program, right? <laughs> and when it when it's done, it's done, um, in a way that that is not necessarily going to get the person. You know, like, like I say, you know, if you're adding in 18 carats, 18 carats isn't the answer. Right. So I I feel like. Sure. So we
1: got it. I got to say, you know, uh, how many people say Weight Watchers works for me. I've done it 10
0: times. Right. That that's that's the road macros is going down right now. Right. right? It's a business model. It's very successful as a business model. It's not successful in creating
1: healthy lives
0: i'm not going to name names but there was a a program that looked very similar to eat to perform about 10 years ago and i was very cool with those people um and, and oh by the way, many of these people sound a little bit like eat to perform, but then when you go to the to, to the details, there's a big, big difference between what we do and what they do. I mean, I can think of some people that put out a lot of memes and put out a lot of messaging, and and they're using foul language, kind of like I did. So that kind of makes me think that maybe I, I did the wrong approach, but but I'm not trying to shock people into what is going to be the best approach for them. I'm just trying to basically present to them the information that's going to allow them to actually see their long-term goals come true. You're not better as someone prescribing macros than Weight Watchers if you have no understanding of why a calorie deficit needs to end right? And if you get someone to a calorie deficit, let's say you're prescribing 1100 calories worth of, of, of macros, and you've got people doing that for six to nine months, um, get out of this business. You don't know what you're talking about, right? The, the process of, of, you know, using macros as a beneficial thing has a lot to do with the, the part where their food normalizes, right? And when I say normalize, I mean women over two thousand calories. I mean men over three thousand calories, right? And and that can sometimes yeah. be just the start, right? But, but so the, I'm the not power, sure power that you're, eating. Go, I'm not just, sure that you're. Go uh, ahead. Hold on one second. I'm not sure you're completely aware of how dominant the calorie deficit meme is out there. But speak to that, in, in in talking about the power eating.
1: So it's just it's just what's always been there. I mean, the twelve hundred calorie diet, the eight hundred calorie diet, the thousand calorie diet. I've been in this business for forty years. It's been around forever. The they have new twists on on the same thing. You know macros. You know you just you just move around from fad to fad. The power eating paradigm that I developed in my first, you know, finishing my PhD, working with people who wanted to be stronger, faster, leaner, um, that was eat more so you can train harder, so you can build muscle and strength, whatever you're looking for, so you burn more calories. And if you need to lose weight, you will. And so it's, it's just like that. If you need to lose fat, you will. That's at the end. And so it aligns so well with what you've done with Eat to Perform in taking people who come to you who've been under for so long, who can't get to where they want to go, because they're eating fewer calories than the need of a small pigeon. They end up being told now you need to exercise and they're exhausted. They can't exercise. They're actually not functioning at their highest capacity to begin with. They're well below their, their performance capacity I in mind or body at work, at play with relationships. It doesn't matter where you are in your diet uh, when you are under fueling and, and ultimately you say, I can't do this anymore and you bag it and you, start to fuel more. And so just like so many of the bodybuilders that have come to me over decades and would say to me, why do I look great two days after my contest? It's because they were so underfueled and so restricted going into contest, their body and their mind, they can't hold a pose. Their body is flaccid. They don't look very good. Two days later when they've binged, uncontrollably, now they've really filled out and they look awesome. And now they also feel really good. And so there is a balance in between there where you can, it's just a lie that we all accept that everything needs to be painful. Everything in order to succeed, we need to feel pain. We need to suffer. It's going to yo-yo. You're never going to be able to stay where you want to be. That's a lie that is fed to us just like, you know, I don't know that anything like like in order to succeed with exercise, you need to be in terrible pain uh, and really suffer. That's not true either. And so so you can hear me. I'm really worked up because there is such a lie in the diet industry that people just accept as as what they have to go through. And it isn't successful. It isn't sustainable. And it's not true.
0: Yeah. And I think that, you know, when a lot of people like, like the thing that bothers me is that when you make 10 videos and you put them out on Instagram and nine are about a calorie deficit and one is about eating normally, um, you're emphasizing the wrong thing, right? You're getting kind of these likes from a lot of people that are bodybuilders and things of this nature, um, that maybe understand things to a level that the ordinary person doesn't understand. And then all of a sudden, things sort of go viral. And we kind of have, especially in the macros community, because that's what I'm really trying to focus on here, is that we're, it, it, macros is about to be, remember when everybody did macros, right? Because, because what's happening is, is a lot of people are taking the information from smart people, right? that are using their nine videos to sell their diet program. And then that one video to let people know that things need to be normal. And it needs to be nine videos about normal and one video about dieting. Cause that's what I do. Right. is I try to focus as much on normalizing calories, because if you don't focus on that piece, You're not really showing the prescription. The way that macros works is very simple, folks. You have a bank account. okay, And as you're depositing in the bank account, meaning you're eating more food, it then allows you for a withdrawal. Right. If you go from diet to diet to diet to diet, what you are at that point is bankrupt. Right. And that's the problem with this narrative of you just need a calorie deficit because then all of a sudden what happens is someone eating 1100 calories ends up being 800 calories and then there's this other thing and and you know i i said i keep it short we will keep it short but there's these other points of view where you're just multiplying your weight and you're calculating your macros from that and the simplicity of that the stupidity of that cannot be overblown, right? Because you're leaving it in the hands of the person that is in pain and often making decisions that are not, you know, respective of what would be the best approach for them, right? Because if you are 190 pounds and you want to say, be 115, right, that, that is that is a level of disconnect that I think is very harmful, right? And that's kind of how those calculators work, right? As people go, well, when I came out of high school, I was 115 and I looked great, so, so now I'm 190, I've had four kids, um, and so I'm gonna put in 115 so I can get the lowest calorie number I, I and then, you know, when you hear from the person that's putting out these simplistic information, they're like, "Well, it's the consistency." And then, but 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 within that consistency, you can be eighty percent compliant, and you don't have to always be. It's like, well, okay. First of all, your information is incomplete. So just tell people that, right? That what you're putting out there is basically just to get their email or just to, you know, sell them something in the future, probably dieting related, right? Because you're not really helping, you're actually hurting. And what's going to happen is, is that the best approach for people to actually see a result is actually going to be diminished. And like I said, we're just going to become paleo. We're just going to become keto. We're just going to become all these non-specific diets that that um, had promise, but did not fulfill the promise because you know, like, have you ever oh, heard of anybody promise? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but but like if you look at if you look at keto, nobody's ever bulked on keto. Keto, they've never you know, normalize calories even though you could normalize calories with intermittent f- fasting. People say, um, well, you can actually eat normal. The person saying that they're eating normal intermittent fasting is eating 1400 calories. Let's quit pretending that they're eating, you know, what their normal TDEE would be like, right? But but I uh, I'll just end, I'll let you have the final say, but Macros is in a in a tough place because you have a lot of people giving macros that actually don't know what they're talking about, and they have no idea how to reverse people, how to normalize calories, how to walk people through the mental hurdles of what that looks like, and frankly, like I said, it's going to send people back to, you know, all of these you know, quick fix options and detoxes and things of this nature. All those things that your memes are railing against because you are being too simplistic, they're gonna go back to all those things that they're making fun of because they're gonna look at you as a fraud also, right? And if you're not being serious about giving the information that I know all of you know, I know all of you know, that calories need to normalize. And that what that looks like is much higher than most people think, right? But you're not putting that information out there. And the reason why is because it doesn't fit your business model. Susan.
1: Yeah, so, you know, and the, and the concept of macros um, figured out, they're all based on percentages, which are just big global nothings. It has nothing to do with anybody's individual bodies. The new power eating, I put in there the data that we use as performance nutritionists to actually determine grams per kilogram body weight or grams per pound body weight. If you have goal X or goal Y or goal Z, do you want to gain? Do you want to lean? Do you want to increase power, strength, and speed? What are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to maintain? Here's data driven numbers that will tell you how to figure it out on your own, just like the numbers that I use. Same numbers that I use that sports dietitians all over the world are using. Now it doesn't mean you get a customized consult, but but it's the kinds of things that you're using too. Mac, just depending on macros in big, huge, global numbers and restricting them by calories, just has it's it's numbers out of thin air and it's painful and it doesn't accomplish the goal so
0: so there you go all right so i appreciate everybody hearing our rant on this um like (laughs) i said I, i hope the industry can be better i doubt they will be better um it's it's very easy to chase the money um in this regard and so whenever you hear someone um who is actually doing something similar to what susan and i are doing the devil is in the details. And so find out about those details and then uh, we can walk you through some of that information. All right. I appreciate everybody listening and uh, have a great day. Talk to you later.